Hi, I'm Patrick Inhofer in Orlando, Florida. I'm Dan Moran in London. I'm Robbie Carmen, and I think I'm in Washington, D.C., but I might be in the burbs uh, tonight. Our third installment of post-NAB, we just want to talk about some other other stuff uh, from parties and some other training stuff and some of the relationship stuff uh, that happened this year. And guys, you know, I think when people think of Vegas, if they've never been to NAB, and it was funny, you know, we ran into a couple NAB virgins this year, uh, and the first thing you look at, you look at is... Really? You have that on your feet? You know, they're wearing like oh, yeah, they're yeah. wearing like flip flops or something like that. You're like I was wearing Converse this right, year. I was bad. Right. You know, Converse are pretty flat, right? So that's number one. Yeah. Uh but we met a couple of these people that were new to it, and it, until you've been at NAB and experienced just the the bonanza craziness of it, uh, it's kind of hard to describe to other people. But you know, in my mind, there's there's two things that uh, distinguish a trip every year, and that is uh, some of the parties and events that we go to and get to interact with. And then two, the, uh, you know, the people that you meet, the catch-ups that you get to do. And guys, uh, we teased this a couple weeks ago, but obviously we are coming off of uh, the Colorist Mixer, the NAB 2015 edition. And I don't know about you guys, but we deserve a pat on the back. This was, uh, this was an amazing party uh, that we co-organized with our buddies over at um, the International Colors Academy, Kevin Shaw and Warren Eagles. And, you know, this went from, what, two, three, four years ago to like, hey, do you guys want to grab a beer on Sunday night before the show starts? Uh, to this year where we had, you know, at its peak, uh, probably about 260, 270 people. Yes, 270. And a 30-minute queue to get right, in. Right, 270 people in the room. And I don't know, man. This year, it was just incredible. I mean, we learned a lot about what to do better next year. But also... <laughs> But also, it was just so inspiring to see this many people who were who were uh, you know near and dear to the craft. And of course, this year we also had um, a partnership with the, the CML, which is um, from Jeff Boyle, right? That's his name, Jeff Boyle. Yeah, Jeff Boyle, the cinematographer's mailing list. Yep. So we had a bunch of DPs in the room. Yeah, and you know, it was just like this weird thing for me where I just looked at one point, you know, about uh, nine o'clock. I just kind of got up onto <laughs> like a little bit up onto the, the higher part of the stage there, and I looked down at everybody. And I was just like, "Wow, this is really yeah. happening!" All yeah. of these people were still there. They were still having yeah. fun. They were drinking beers. And guys, I'll leave you with one story about this that really sums up the whole night for me. And then you guys weigh in about your experience there. You know, so I'm sitting there, and we, we were honored this year to have uh, the Academy, yes, the, the Academy, the, the Academy, the Academy uh, uh, sponsor the event um, because they were rolling out with um, the ACES uh, 1.0 specification. And, you know, they were awesome. They gave out hats, and they gave out awesome stuff as part of our raffle. And I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to somebody, and one of our contacts from the Academy comes up, and he goes, Rob... I just want to I want to introduce you to somebody. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool. That's, you know, thinking it's a, you know, a bureaucrat of some sort over at the academy." And he comes over and he goes, you know, he introduces me to this guy and it's this, you know, uh, older gentleman and he's like, "Hey, this is uh Douglas yeah. Trumbull." <laughs> nice. And I'm like, Are you, no, you got what? 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 You got to be kidding to me." And if you don't know who Douglas Trimble, of course, he's basically Stanley Kubrick's uh, DP, right? Uh, 2001, he's done Blade Runner and all sorts of other amazing films. I think he has, you know, 13 million Academy Awards on his uh, on his nightstand there. 
<laughs> and the thing that was just such a you know blowing my mind was that you know from this guy who is literally a living legend, he was just like, "This is awesome. This is really cool interacting with these fellow DPs and colorists, and from you know with people that understand how much the image matters." So after that That's conversation, so cool. I was just like. I'm just like done. Mm. Okay, we've done a good job here. This is really cool. Yeah. What do you, how do you guys think that the event went? I thought it, I mean again, I think it went smashingly. My only complaint was nobody rode the mechanical bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a mechanical bull there and it never started up. That's uh, we're, we're going to solve that next year. Next year I'll, I'll I'll just ride it until other people do. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the thing that everyone always talks about NAB really came through to me this year was uh when you meet new faces and see old friends, obviously we missed a few cool people this year. I'm missing Gray Marshall and like Juan especially. Uh, but as you guys know, our, our awesome member Jason, our, you know, he, he kind of walked Jason over. Jason Bodak. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. He walked over and he was just like, thank you for doing what you do. And the smile I had on my face for, you know, hours afterwards just made the whole thing worth it. Just meeting all those kind of people. Like uh, I met a guy that lives like maybe two hours away from me. But we met in Vegas because of the mixer. You know, it's like, uh, you know, all friends in one place. We all have something in common. And it was mind blowing. Pat, really. do you find that, that what Dan just said is true too? Where like all of a sudden somebody comes up to you and you're like, they're like, they don't introduce themselves by their name. They're like, oh, I'm so and so on Twitter. And you're like, what? Oh, oh, hey. <laughs> Sexy color yeah, 69. I, or, or even what I get is uh, I'm walking down the show floor, and this happened again this year, and someone walks by me. And because I'm always wearing like something that has the logo, towel color, mixing light logo. And they walk by me and then five seconds later, they're like running next to me. Like you're, you're, you're that guy, the tower, the mixing light. And, and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I'm a member. And, the, and they start shaking your hand and, and it really, it makes it all worthwhile at that point. I mean, you know, you realize the impact you have on people. Um, you know, oftentimes we're just kind of doing our thing, right? And, you know, we log into the website and we do our thing and we check emails. But when you personalize yeah. that, when you put faces to it, when you see the, the light in their eyes and the enthusiasm and uh, the true, they, they don't have to stop us, right? They can just, they can see us say, oh yeah. And they can just keep walking because we have a marginal impact on them. You know, maybe they just give us 24 bucks a month and they don't really care one way or the other. Um, but when they actually take the time and just yeah. stop you in your tracks, I just, it just, it moves me to I, no I, end every I time. Would, I would agree. And I mean, it's just like, there's something about this year at NEB, just like the, the, yeah. the vibe, if you will, that was just Full of that kind of thing, right? Like I just, I was saying to my wife that I just never, you know, in the 13, 14 years of doing this trip, I've never come back and just gone like, wow, I just feel like good about this trip. And I think it was for, I think it was yeah. for those reasons, you know? Um, now guys, we did, uh, besides the success of the Colors Mixer, we also attended some other parties. Obviously the Media Motion Ball with our friend Carrie, who produces that, uh, was always a fantastic event, uh, was good this year. I don't know if you guys saw, I got on, uh, Walter Biscardi's, uh, Wally cam, uh, that can't, yeah, that, that, Wally cam, man. Uh, yeah, that came that through, Twitter, so that yeah. was always fun, but I really liked the Media Motion Ball because, you know, it's a sit down event. Um, I think I had uh, your fellow, uh, what is he, the editor or managing editor of the, of the newsletter, Pat, uh, Jim Wicks? 
Yeah. Oh, Jim, yeah, Jim Wicks. Wicks is yeah. a great guy. We've done a, uh, a colorist uh, podcast with him. I only had Jim yell at me nine times at dinner. That was good. Uh, no, but no, he's a fascinating dude. But that, my point is, is like sitting around a table talking to somebody like Jim who has such great perspective. And we sat around another ta- you know, at the same table with uh, a guy that I- I've been sparring with on, some, on different forums over the past year. And he's like, you know, he turned to me at one point and said, you know, you're really not that much of an asshole. And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I really I really appreciate that, you know. So that event was good. Of course, uh, we got over to the Super Meet and saw our buddy Alexis uh, give his Resolve demo and saw Al Mooney from Adobe do his thing. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the thing that I was the happiest about was, you know, kind of tying this back together was with the training that we did at Post Production World. Um you know, this year uh, we did, uh, I guess it's the fourth year in a row, right? Our focus on color day. And then all, you know, collectively we did, uh, or I'm sorry, individually we did different sessions related to color. This year we we're once again really blessed to have uh, Andrea Clayback from uh, Skylab up in Vancouver come and talk about the grade she did on Chappie, which is um, Neil Blomkamp's new film. Again, she put a lot of butts in the seats, which were great for us. Um, but I don't know, did you guys feel this that this year at the Focus on Color Day, like people were just, and I know it's focus on color, but I just felt people were like hmm. much more focused than they had been in the you know in previous years. It's almost like it's it's starting to click with people, you know, through the work that Black Magic and Filmlight and other people have done. That color just matters, and people seem just like so into it. I felt like our tact on, um, you know, kind of like you know, think like a colorist really really paid off, and I think a lot of people got a lot out of it. Do you think it's like driven by the availability of new cameras? So like maybe five years ago, you had your DSLRs, which were hard to grade, but now you can literally buy like a raw shooting camera for like under a thousand dollars. So people are kind of thinking, well, I've got the lenses, I've got the camera. Why does my stuff still not look like I a think feature that's film? Exactly it. And I think that's why we're, we're zooming in on color now. Everyone's thinking, right, I need to learn. Well, it used this. to be right that you could shoot something and you knew that, hey, maybe I should color correct this, right? But you, yeah, but you yeah, could exactly. like you could get by because it was quote unquote regular video, right? You know now, <laughs> yeah. unless you're one of those uh, annoying hipsters that likes to do everything like raw out of the camera and not grade it. Um, sorry, guys, all, <laughs> all Dan's clients, clients. Um, or Dan. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, y- y- yes, I think that's really driven by and the fact that people now, and we talked about it in a previous episode. You know, for a thousand bucks or whatever, you have this camera that's shooting log and you know shooting 2K, 4K, whatever it is. That's absolutely driven by that. Um, but the thing is, did you guys notice this year how, like, we in previous years we focused on a lot of the basics, right? Um, I don't know, from you know, basic primary corrections and that stuff. And I feel like we took it up and like we kind of ignored that, not ignored, but um, you know, lowered that stuff and sort of it's you know, how we how much we harped on it. And instead, we did like more of the hows and whys, and more of the thinking and the motivation and the management and stuff like that. I mean, I know. That early in the morning we did, you know, kind of the how to see like a colorist, you know, the color science and the you know, the human uh, uh, physiology. I did a sort of a getting started thing with managing the process. And Dan, you did secondaries. And Pat, you kind of did this like sort of editor colorist checklist uh, session. I just felt like everybody was much more communicative too. Like we felt like we're having mm-hmm. more conversations rather than talking to people, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think generally, and I'll actually expand this out to my entire week there, which was, and it started on Saturday for you and me, Robbie. I taught taught DaVinci Resolve. It was kind of a getting started in three hours on DaVinci Resolve. 
Yeah, it was one of them. And then you did the other one, Speed Grade. And w- the first thing I noticed was how many people showed up yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it was incredible. Right? <laughs> on a Saturday. It was, I was yeah. blown away by that. And then, and then our Color On Day, every single session, it was basically all the seats were mostly taken. All day, and all day, all it day. It was that way consistently yeah, all, day. all day long. I mean, it used to be in the past three or four years – by the time you got to 4 o'clock, those last sessions or two, you've, you're at 50% capacity, right? And I don't know if maybe our programming was better this year or maybe it was the general vibe at NAB, but they were consistently full from beginning to end, all five or six sessions with that we did. Um, and, and then we go to the Colorist Mixer, which was just total energy, the... The vibe I got, and I spent a lot of time talking to our sponsors. We had a we lot of sponsors, yep. not just not just the academy. I mean, we had the names you would expect, and the names and names you wouldn't expect either. And we even got some, you know, kind of DP oriented sponsors in there as well. And and I spent a lot of time in the next couple of days talking to them about our event to see what they would change. And and they all universally said it was it reminded them of NAB nice. in the nineties. Right, that it was a classic NAB party where people weren't trying to sell anything to you. They weren't trying to capture your attention. It was literally a mixer. They said even the way it was designed, like they literally, you couldn't almost not meet new people. Mm. And, and you were just constantly bouncing into them. Other people I talked to was like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm at NAB every year. I go to these parties. But at this party, I saw people I haven't seen in yep. 15 years. And, and so there was that. And then I get to the show floor and, and we're talking to vendors again. And they're all saying just the quality of leads that they were getting. People were coming up to them. And it wasn't just tire kicking. It was people ready to buy, people who are in the market, people who are doing stuff and, and need to solve problems. When I talked to like Spectracal, yeah, man. I'll tell you what. On Thursday morning, I did a final. Like I, I hit a couple booths I needed to hit Thursday morning, which you know the show ends at what one or two o'clock on Thursday morning. Uh, everyone's ready to go. Everyone's exhausted, and typically it's empty. It's one of the best times. If you don't need to talk to anyone, it's a great time to go to to NAB that last morning. And the one booth that was just cranking was Spectracal. And when I talked to those guys, they said, this is the first NAB where people didn't say, why do I need you? They said, what do I need to run you because I need you? Like, Yeah, exactly. And I had that. I mean, I talked to Josh in LA about that. I mean, as well, as Gal. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. And I, I, Dan, I think you're partly right with the camera stuff. I think you're partly right with the fact that, you know, all of these major companies are putting out the color, you know, color at the forefront. And I also think it's, you know, through things like that we're doing with you know, Mixing Light and Tau, uh, and, you know, and Alexis is doing with his book, and Warren and Kevin are doing with the ICA. You know, all of these people, I think what we're kind of trying, you know, what we're discovering is that the sophistication level of something that five, ten years ago was literally, truly a dark art. It happened in a dark room that nobody knew what the buttons were being pushed to now having these conversations is an amazing thing. I mean, you guys probably had this experience, right? Five years ago, if I did a session, which I did this year, on uh, like basically LUT workflow, right? If I said the word <laughs> LUT to somebody five years ago in a session at NAB, 
They go, what is that? Right. But now people were like, so do you clamp or do you clip your LUT boundaries? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, really? Like, that's like, you know, but that's, that's exciting stuff. And I think that, um, you know, this, this year I learned that, um, you know, one of the things that, uh, that is exceptional about this color community and people who are interested in it is that we as a whole are always trying to learn. And I think that goes both ways. I mean, we do a lot of education, obviously, right? But, you know, I, I had this, you know, these transcendent experiences going to uh, various booths this year and talking about, you know, talking to color scientists and talking to display manufacturers and that kind of stuff. And it just felt like this year, everybody was just like, I want to teach. And it didn't matter if it was us or the, the vendors or whatever. And that personal relationships this year, I think, really took, uh, took a play. I mean, I'm even thinking about people, uh, I'll be honest with you, people that I used to think were assholes. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now I'm just kind of like, oh, that guy was totally cool this year. It's great. And I think that was just, you know, uh, you know sort of a credit to, uh, to NAB as, you know, in what they're doing. Like I saw Steve from Ripple Training, you know the the guy who runs Ripple Training, and it was like, "What's up, bro? Give me a hug," you know. And 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 those kind of and those kind of things are great about NAB because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, on some level, you know, we're all in the same business and we're all in the same world, and it's all just trying to move the ball forwards. And I don't know, guys, this year, A plus. I'll give it an A plus rating uh, overall between the parties, the relationships, uh, the education stuff that went on. Uh, and and so forth. Yeah, I think you guys will agree. Uh, I would. I'll give this an A plus. And Dan, what about you? A plus or A or how would you rate it? I'd say A plus. It was different for me this year. I took a little bit of a step back from the uh, late nights and parties, and I thought I'd see some of the uh, the sights in Vegas. <laughs> so these are kind of some soft impressions of NAB. I mean, I think as you guys can tell, we're big fans, and it's a you know, it's kind of like our Super Bowl. You know, it's kind of getting out there, yeah, seeing yeah. people, the parties, the you know, and everything involved with it. And you know, if you have never been to NAB, we just encourage you from the education side, from the party side, from the relationship side, just try to get out there. It's almost a little bit of a pilgrimage that if you're <laughs> yeah. if you're in this this post production side of things, uh, that you owe your your uh, you know owe it to yourself to do one of these days. So. This kind of uh, concludes and wraps up our NAB or post NAB uh, sort of feelings and thoughts. And again, it was a great year and we're looking forward to next year, a new colorist mixer and bigger and even better things. So for MixingLight.com, I am Robbie Perman. I'm Dan Moran. I'm Patrick Inhofer and we will see you in the next From the Mailbag. From the Mailbag.